0: Oh, what What's is up, everyone? How is that, Matt? You enjoy that little one?
1: Oh, you have to, especially when you're the holders of the competition. <laughs>
0: uh-huh, the holders this year, but will they get it done again? We're in the round of 16. It's me, Squids Picks, with Matt Lawrence at J underscore Lawrence on Twitter. We're here to break down live on video the first four matches in the round of 16. How's it going, Matt? You look You looking forward to this one or what?
1: does does it get any better than this, Cody? I mean seriously the champions league, weekdays, you know under the lights I just it's just great, man. I mean the knockout stages are where you know it just gets better and better you yeah. know the, the whole aggregate format of the competition to me is so pure and you know I love it. so I'm so excited to break down these matches with you
0: absolutely and like even like looking back to last year, I mean, You look like Ajax, some of those classic matchups, Ajax, Tottenham, this semifinals. I mean, like this is where it gets great. It's where it gets interesting. And there's so much to get into. Before we jump into the matches, we do have questions from Twitter. Uh, Matt, I'll go ahead and start it off here. Uh, First question from Jose was, what match are you looking forward to most this week out of these four matches?
1: Yeah, for me, it's definitely PSG and Dortmund. When you've got you know an attacking trio of Accardi, Neymar, Mbappe, who for me right now is probably the best player in the world, him or Messi. But um, and then you're coming up against another great young attacking trio like the likes of Jadon Sancho, Holland. Um, I know that Royce and Brandt won't feature here, but there is just class oozing across this pitch it's going to be you know the black and the yellow at signal Iduna park in germany the stadium is going to be rocking and i mm-hmm. just can't wait i can't wait for that one
0: absolutely and i'm right there with you um to, to make it quick that's best match of the week for me um, yep. absolutely best match of the week I, I will i will be looking forward to i can tell you right now uh tottenham hosting rb leipzig that one will be damn near as good in my opinion if you're looking for goals um, but, yeah, nothing's going to top Signal a Champions League night. It's There's almost nothing better, no other stadium that gets quite up for their matches like they do. So um, moving on, uh, lay one on me. What do you got over there?
1: Yeah, I've got um, a couple questions here. You know, one was, the first one that I received was, what do you think in general about the outlook of Real Madrid as a future bet? Hmm. What are your thoughts there? It's a tough one. It is a tough one, Real Madrid future. Honestly, let me do
0: you have it in front of you what their uh their odds are on that one by chance?
1: Let me see here.
0: <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, I've got it,
1: I've got it. We've got, it. got uh, we've got 11 to 1 here right now on Real Madrid.
0: I mean, that's that's worth a punt simply because, in my opinion, looking at this, their defense this year has been better than it has been in a long, long time. Um, Courtois has really found his form. I mean, I'm p- pretty sure he was a uh, Liga's Player of the Month this last month, or at least around Madrid's. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. All, I mean, he's been stone cold. They've allowed, what, 20 goals this year in league, league, uh, Champions League. They've done a pretty good job. And, um, man, it's just wh- what are they going to do? Who are they going to come across in these matches? I mean, that's really where it lies. Um, looking at it, if they can get through this round, get through City – it's going to be tough to beat them. I mean, there's I really, it's really going to be tough. That's probably going to be their biggest roadblock, in my opinion, going through. That really will be if they get through City. Um, you're going to see those odds get chopped. Obviously, that's why they're definitely. Going. I really like them. What about you?
1: I like them too. I think that they can go through against City. That the odds have dropped a little bit. You know, right when the knockout round and the draw came out, they were about two to one, and I thought that, that was a big price to go through yeah. against City. I'm definitely, I've already bet it. I'm on Real Madrid draw no bet next week at minus 105 against City. If you're going to give me Real Madrid, you have, you know, I get the opportunity to get my money back as well at the Santiago Bernabeu. I mean, I think that City are obviously great. Now there's questions with Sterling. I don't know. It's going to be all about. Laporte, as we know, for Manchester City. If he yeah. is fully fit and ready to go, then that's one thing. If he's not, I mean, they're they're pretty average or just slightly above average. So yeah. And some comments here. We're already getting some some really nice comments here from Brian Yole. We're asking who does Arsenal play this week in the Champions League? Squiddy. It's Thursday, buddy.
0: You're <laughs> Don't worry about it.
1: Yep, Don't worry about doesn't it. need to worry about it. That'll be on another breakdown. We are going to really start getting into the Europa League knockout rounds as well. It's a fantastic tournament to break down too. So that's something here in the second half of the season that we will be all about here Maybe on. Better than the Thursday
0: night action.
1: We love some Thursday uh, night action.
0: I'm getting used to it now.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I still remember Jurgen Klopp, you know, took over this Liverpool side and they started out in that competition. And, you know, that's kind of what I see for Arsenal right now with Arteta yeah. starting out. So it's a
0: that's good competition.
1: Cool. right? And
0: now. Um, you're talking about Manchester city as well. We did have a question on that mm-hmm. um, with city, obviously losing champions league over the next two years. Do you see that as motivation for them? Or is that going to be a detriment to them going forward in this tournament?
1: I think that it will play into a motivational part this season, and I also want to make it clear we're we don't know what's going to happen yet with this ban. I, I could easily see you know an appeal coming in, and it could be stripped completely. So we're going to find out. But that uh, that top four race right now in England, maybe now top five race is really heating up today, especially yeah. with Chelsea slipping. They were not good at all today. Yeah, and, and that puts Arsenal, what, three points off
0: Champions League right now?
1: I think it's six. I don't it's think it's six. three. Yeah, I think it's – but there's a lot of clubs in, mixed in that five to ten range that are all licking their chops right now. Yeah, that's true. That is so, true.
0: Um, what do you – you got any more of other questions or do you want mm, to
1: – I had a question. Does Dortmund beat PSG tomorrow? We will get to that, James, in a little bit. Ah, That's true. But mm-hmm. – Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, this is still our normal podcast, but we're just wanted to have a little Q&A going on as well. So I think that we can start it up at the top, Cody. Might as well. Let's let's get this rolling. Let's get this cracking. We have Liverpool traveling to the Wanda where they hoisted the Champions League trophy last season, taking on Atletico Madrid, Diego Simeone's side here. You're seeing Liverpool on, on the money line about plus 116. That has been a big change over the last week. If you've been looking at these lines, you could have grabbed Liverpool last week at a draw no bet -140. You're seeing that same line now at -190. And also the the over under of 2.5 goals has been slammed down. Now it's really at an over under of 2 here, shaded to the over. Man, oh man, Cody, what are your thoughts here? Um and this one your
0: boys are gonna travel uh obviously to Madrid, the wander Metropolitano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking one way. I'm leaning on this one. One of the only lanes I think I'm gonna have in any of these matches, it's gonna be Liverpool to win the match. Um, I saw it earlier at uh 112. We're looking at 116 now, somewhere in that range. Could see it go up a little bit more. Um reasons behind this simply are athletic are just without a lot of players. Um you're going to see all three forwards, doubtful, and Murata, Costa, and Jao Felix. Uh, you may see Costa. They're going to test their fitness, all three of them, before the match, but it's not looking bright. If they can't go, you're going to see Vitolo and Carrera leading the line, two guys who are not natural number nines. Um, they like to play out wide, and they've been struggling, struggling to get goals this year. They have just over just like 1.01 goals per match in La Liga this year. It's been a year long drought even with the healthy forwards Jaffa Leeks hasn't been as good as advertised and um defensively they've been they've been struggling a bit i mean they're just coming off the back of a match where they just allowed two goals to a Valencia side mm-hmm. without Rodrigo he's been hurt too so they've all around the pitch hurting um you will not have um Herrera or Trippier this match as well which yeah. their midfield's getting decimated look at the Liverpool side Fully fit. Maybe Shakiri's hurt. I can't, I can't remember correctly. And Virgil van Dijk and uh, Joe Gomez, I don't know if they've allowed a goal in their partnership in the over the past few weeks. I don't think they've allowed a goal. Um, yep. They just need a few chances. They're going to bury them. I really like Liverpool in the spot. What about you?
1: Yeah, it's hard not to like Liverpool in the spot. But I do want to caution it with just Atleti have lost one time all season at home, or at least in La Liga. They have lost only once. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's interesting. You know, this is a fortress for them. And I expect Atleti to sit in and make it difficult for Liverpool to break them down. And, you know, and this one to me, I think this one's going to be really tight, really cagey. I think Liverpool go through here. You know, I would never talk anyone sometimes with the betting of, you know, who's going through and who's not. Sometimes you have to lay some big prices. and you know luckily both of us right now we're profitable on the season so we have some room i feel to to be able to extend that profit out a little bit more but for me in this match i think that we're a little bit late here right now to the window yeah. i think this this match should have been bet last week um, i actually held off on it i was looking at a liverpool minus 145 money line or not or sorry at a draw no bet and I didn't pull the trigger and I should have. I mean we're seeing 45 50 cents of movement there. Uh-huh. I would not talk anyone off of taking Liverpool in the draw no bet angle and maybe two team uh two team money lining like parlaying those cuz I think that that is a really safe bet. I don't see Liverpool going into the Wanda and losing this match. You know, I see Slaughterhouse Jeffson in the chat. He likes taking, you know, big favorites like that, I think that that's a pretty good one. Liverpool draw no bet. Minus 190 looks pretty good. But for me, I think it's going to be cagey in the first half. I don't think there's going to be a ton of goals here. Yeah. My bet that I took, you know, just right before we hopped on, is a draw at halftime at plus 110. Yeah. This one should just be pretty cagey. I see zeros at halftime, and yeah, we'll find out what, what happens after that. But, man yeah. –
0: and that's, that's really why I'm not playing Liverpool is because I I could definitely see a draw here. At half, love it. Full game, you could easily see it 0-0, 1-1. One, one. Uh, easily. Easily. But I just don't see Atleti scoring if they don't have those forwards. That's where I need to see the lineup in that. But even with seeing the lineup, I like Liverpool. How can you not? European champions.
1: I know. So, Seriously. I mean, I, I don't see that. I don't see Atleti scoring. I, I really don't. It would have to be coming off a set piece or something. Mm-hmm. So, exactly.
0: But uh yeah, let's move it on to uh Signal Aduna. Why don't we?
1: Yeah, let's do it. This is a this is a great one, man. Mm-hmm. This one has completely changed for me since December. But still, I mean PSG are rightly favorites here on the road with their firepower. You're seeing PSG, you know, you can see it on the bottom screen, but you know, about plus 130 to plus 140 on the money line. We're seeing a posted total here of 3.5, slightly shaded to the under. And again, one week ago, this line was at three and you could have grabbed a over three at minus 130. Now you're seeing it minus 165 here. Yep. I got to tell you, Cody, I've got a bet on this game and I'm laying juice. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Right now, through you know, match day 26 or whatever, you know, right now I'm sitting at just over 17 units of profit. And I think that sometimes when you're in the profit, what you want to do is you've got to sometimes take those bigger prices to try to grind out units. And I'm going to do that here. This is, I think I've taken a play like this, maybe one other time this year with this kind of odds, but I'm on both teams to score over 2.5 goals, minus 165. I'm taking it. I just, I have to in this one. And this seems like just an up and down classic. Two of the best youngsters in our game today Yep. going head to head. Two of the most valuable players on the planet, no matter what their age is, Jaden Sancho versus Killian Mbappe. What a matchup we have on the wings here. Thomas Tuchel returning back to Dortmund. You know, he was there right after the Jurgen Klopp reign and, Saw some success, but not enough to continue there. Got a great job though in Paris right after. So he, he's pretty good. This is a good tactical matchup here, man. Oh man, we've got a couple injury concerns here. No Marco Royce. Hate to see that. Yep. What what a great player he's been for Dortmund over the years. And and Julian Brandt is also out. That's a similar type of player, exactly to Royce. They're, they're about carbon copy type of players. So. Um what what are you thinking here Cody? In um, this one
0: I, I it's goals it's it's goals, goals, goals. I believe it's been beat down a bit. I think when it came out I was looking at about a week two weeks ago, you can get over three goals. I mean you were laying juice obviously around 150 I believe 140 150. It's pretty much pushing me into playing the over three and a half goals, which I feel fine taking at mm-hmm. plus at 102 um I like the spot. I see it as two two maybe a three two affair. So I'm not worried about this spot. It is a play. And, again, it circles back to Dortmund, in my opinion. At home, they have just been scoring boatloads of goals. I mean, they average nearly four goals per match at home themselves. They're sitting at 3.63 goals per affair in league at home. They average over 16 shots per match in Champions League and in the Bundesliga this year. And they have Holland now, who's going to be taking those chances up top. And he is stone cold, as we know um what he's got he's already got what eight goals already in in Bundesliga since he came over in just five Mm -hmm. matches I think so he he will be getting his Neymar's coming back and this is one of the most interesting pieces to me in this match Tiago Silva was ripped out of the match um last week after they allowed four goals um in the previous affair I don't know if he's gonna play in this match I mean he was horrible he's had issues I mean obviously he's getting older they typically like to play Marquinhos in the defensive midfielder role in Champions League. They're be forced back to the center half role with Kempembe also being doubtful. So their midfield, they have to give a bit. I mean, you do have uh, uh, Gae or De, I forgot how you say his name, in the mm-hmm. midfield, but they really like that extra spot there to, to keep goals out. And with Dortmund, if they do that, it's going to be trouble. Um, they average 2.83 goals per match on the road, PSG do this year. And um, they also concede 14 and a half shots per game away from home in Champions League. So PSG yeah. are going to give you opportunities to score. And it's just up to Dortmund to take them. You have Akimi, who's a good winger. Um, Jaden Sancho, obviously, is going to play. And then I can't believe you didn't touch on him. It's your boy, Emre Chan. I mean, he's been great since he came. For real. And that he's, that, he's that is going. one
1: of the most undercover signings of the winter. Mm-hmm. Emre Chan, they needed him. They need, And, and you know what? He needed Dortmund just as bad. This guy is a top quality player. I yeah. wanted Liverpool to keep him. He was one of my favorite players. I bought his jersey. I mean, yeah,
0: and you could see it with him. The talent has always been there, but he went to two sides where he's just squeezed out. I mean, unfortunately. Yeah. And now he gets in literally the best situation he can be in.
1: The it was really a poor decision for him to go to such a awesome. deep squad. The, the deepest squad in Europe, folks, yeah. is definitely Juventus. Yeah. It's yeah. not even close.
0: Aaron Ramsey did the same thing. He came over in a
1: crowded yeah. midfield. He's not playing. He's gonna Ramsey's going to be gone in the summertime, I bet. Exactly. I mean, just the way that it looks and sets up there, it is tough to get game time, even if you are on that borderline of world class. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, because they have I mean, Pionic. I can't believe that the Matweedy keeps getting runs like this, but he it's is been good. solid. Been good. Um, but, yeah, Emre Chan is a crucial piece here. And they pulled him out of the last match uh, about 20 minutes beforehand, you know, before the match was over because I think that they're saving his legs for this. They already can see his talent, and they – Emre Chan has to play in this kind of match. He's a, he's a big game type of player. Yeah. And – they need him here. Yeah, when you touched on Idrisa Guy, you know, I would like to see him at the central defensive midfield role. I'm and sure. I have to say, when you mentioned Tiago Silva, I don't. Th- I think that he's the third best center back on this squad, but nobody wants to come out and admit it. I think Pempe and Marquinhos are better than him just because of his age, but, he, you know, he still is solid. You've got two old Wiley center backs in this one with yeah. Hummels, and Silva here you know they're both kind of prone now to make mistakes so yeah, they're just old dogs and they're not learning any new tricks out there and exactly as long as we can see these teams take their chances we know there's going to be chances galore we know this is going to be counterattacking versus counterattacking i mean this this match how does this if it if it gets if this game goes under 3 goals i'll be shocked Yeah, I'll be happy to lose my ticket. Seriously, I'll, I'll whatever because (laughs) this is this is a basketball type of match going up and down, up and down, and I can't see any other way. So give me the both teams to score in over two point five goals here. Absolutely, that'll wrap that one up. Moving down
0: the line, next match uh, we can go Atlanta hosting Valencia at San Siro. Remember, folks, they are not at their home stadium in uh, Bergamo. They are playing in the Milan team stadium. And in this match, you have uh, Atalanta as the favorites at minus 133. Valencia at plus 372. And the total is uh, two and a half goals shaded to the over. Matt, what do you, you like in this match?
1: This one's tough for me because, you know, I really think that Valencia are kind of unpredictable You know, they just, they've been that way for so long. They can find results on the road when they need it. But, you know, for me here, I think the Atalanta get the job done in the first leg. I really do. Uh, I haven't bet it yet, but I I think I'm going to be on Atalanta. The line is moving again. This smart money is coming in and it's, it's sharp for a reason. I mean, all of these lines to me, since last week, have moved in the right direction at least twenty cents. Adelanta last week, this time minus one ten. Now you know minus one thirty here. I would ride with the line movement, and I probably will here. Mm-hmm. I also want to take Atalanta to go through. You know, you're seeing that that was when the draw came out at evens. Now it's Atalanta. I just see them scoring more goals. I think that yep. Syria as a league has gotten a lot stronger too this season. I think that Serie A is really impressing me. You know, where in the past, you know, it just kind of not never had enough, you know, goal threats other than Juventus. And for me, when you're looking at, you know, Illich, Zabata, uh Papu Gomez, one of my favorites of I Papu, Gomez. Love Papu Gomez. The, I, I love – Oh, my God. He's like – you know who he reminds me of is he's like a – he's like a Giovinco kind of, you know, just so small. His, his center of gravity's low. You can't take the he's ball lightning. from
0: him. Man, he's good.
1: He is. He is good. So, for me, it's Adelanta, our pass here. Simple yeah. as that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: what I like here, and I,
0: I'm playing it as well, and you're going to have to dust this one off because it's been a while. The Squid Special is making a return. Atlanta to win and both teams to score at plus 230 again a half unit play. Atlanta, I mean, if you haven't watched this team play football, you got to watch them. They ping that ball around with their front four and it's lightning. You blink and they're just in the box and they have stone cold finishers in Duvon Zapata and Iličić who Ilicic this year has 14 goals and three assists and I think 22 appearances.
1: He's the best player on this team this year. He impresses me every time, every time I watch.
0: He's great. Um, So, I mean, taking a little deeper look into this, Atalanta are completely healthy. Duvon Zapata has been injured for a pretty lengthy spell. He was worked back in last week. He played about 60 minutes. They took him off, which means one thing, he's playing um, on Wednesday. He will be playing 100%. Atlanta have scored 2.75 goals per match at home, and this is a Valencia side who, in their last three matches, allowed two to Granada, three to Getafe, and two to Athleti. They are in a horrible spell defensively because of injuries, and they're going to come in without their starting two center halves. Ezekiel Garay is out, and so is uh, Gabriel Paulista, the ex-Arsenal lad. He's out as well on a red card. Red card. Fill in. Let me drop this name on you. Mangala from the ex-Manchester City center half is going to have to fill in, and he is horrific. His decision-making is garbaggio. He's a red card walking along the pitch. Who knows when that thing's coming? It's not looking good for them. But uh, circling back to Atlanta, they have allowed 32 goals in 24 league matches. They are not that solid defensively. I'm a bit worried when it comes to um, Valencia scoring if um, Rodrigo is out. I mean, he's doubtful, but I think they'll work him in. Even without him, um, they do have a couple forwards that can fill in and score goals. They failed to win their last three games in all competition and, and have lost three of their last five on the road. They're not winning this match. I'm banking on them getting a goal, and I think it will happen here. So Squid Special, again, is being played. Atlanta to win. Both teams to score. Half unit at plus 230.
1: I love it. I love that play, seriously. I mean, Atalanta are scoring goals for fun, and you really touched on it perfectly. Valencia are shipping them for fun right yeah. now. I mean, when you yeah. list off those sides, none of those sides have the attacking firepower of Atalanta. So no. it's. I think that this, this Italian side gets this job done. And the thing is, to me, is they need to get this job done by a margin because you know that going back to Spain – And Valencia, it's not going to be easy. And if they need to win this game by two goals, to me, if it's a one goal, you're going to be in that second leg. It's going to be, you know, a real toss up on who goes through here. Atalanta need to make a statement here. You know, what they did to secure promotion to the knockout round was fantastic, winning all of their last three matches, I believe. Or, yeah, maybe they had. It, it was great so they're kind of the cinderella story right now of the competition as we get ready to head into march madness as well yeah. so keep that in mind atalanta they score goals for fun valencia do. And, them. And Valencia do have you know xpsg
0: guedes he's going to be on the front line he is exceptional if he had even a half a chance he can bury it i think they're going to get their goal i actually i absolutely love this play and i'm going to be Tune into this one. I mean, I, I'm i going to have double TVs up on Wednesday for that bad boy, probably tomorrow too.
1: But Yeah. I mean, crap. and also I just want to make that, um, you know, some of the people that are watching or that do watch this back is that what we're going to do this week is we're going to have some pre-match analysis, you know, right when the lineups come out, we're going to do a 15-minute show. We're going to also do a halftime show for all of these matches, seeing if we can just find any kind of value – from what our eyes are telling us out there on the pitch. So please tune into that. We're going to be cranking off a lot of shows this week, Cody. I'm I'm super excited. You're going to be seeing my face a lot, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's tackle the last one, why don't we? All right. This one is <laughs> – I've taken a different angle here on this one. Just – so, anyways, we'll, we'll kick it off here. We got Julian Nagelsman's side. And, Cody, how old is the manager for Leipzig, Julian Nagelsman?
0: 43, something like that.
1: He's 32 years old. 32. So, he is the Kyle Shanahan. 32? Yeah. I know he John that's McVay. He, that's what he is. He's the Shanahan McVay of Europe here. I mean, he's four years older than me. I mean, that is wild. Maybe you're
0: next at uh Army Leipzig. I could be
1: next, you know. know.
0: Hey,
1: as long as they check the records out, they'll know what they're seeing, you know, they know what they're getting. So Oh my god. But that's funny. We've got Leipzig here. Let me pull up the most recent odds. (laughs) I see Brian's comment. Uh, (laughs) So so Uh. we've got here.
0: I have it. It's on the bottom ticker.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, we've got, yeah, Tottenham plus 143. You can also get them at a draw no bet at minus 135 to 140. And, you know, Leipzig, if you want them, two to one on your money, basically. We've got a post in total here of three shaded, surprisingly to me, towards the under. Yep. This one should be a thriller. It's just. This managerial matchup, Cody, to me, is probably the most fascinating one of this week's matches. You've got the old Wiley Coot that is Jose Mourinho versus this young, young, young Nagelsmann. I've seen you know, I've seen Nagelsmann in a knockout round before. Um, Liverpool went to Offenheim and had to play them in the play-in game just to get into the Champions League group stages. Offenheim were they were playing well. They had Serge Gnavri then, Um, you know, he completely revitalized Offenheim and deservedly so got that move to Leipzig. He was also offered the job at Real Madrid and turned it down, which is quite amazing. Big step. It's a big step. Yeah. That'd be too big. I think for him, you know, how much pressure he would be put on there at Madrid. But, what are your thoughts here, Cody? I know where I'm going, but I'd like to hear what you have to say. You know, I tip Leipzig to win Group G. The winter break hasn't been that kind to them thus far. What are your thoughts,
0: man? Honestly, I, I really like Leipzig. I've liked them for a couple of years now, and they've just fallen short. But this year, they're dangerous. You want no piece of them. I'm, I mean, you really don't. They're a tough side. Um, Tottenham or Tottenham, obviously missing Harry Kane. They brought in Steven Bergwijn. He's been Great, he's a good mm-hmm. player. um So both teams coming into this one. Obviously, there's a few players out of this match in big time news when you're looking at this match. RB Leipzig are going to be without UPMCANO. They're going to be without ORBAN and they're going to be without KANATE. Those are their three center halves. So they're going to be playing um most likely a fullback or a, four, a fourth rotational guy in the center half role. KLOSTERMAN will probably fill in. He's a fullback um sabitzer a midfielder is so you have to slide into a wingback role and they're without um good lord a midfielder what's his name sorry i'm babbling on here uh kevin campbell so yeah. they're without uh, a few players here which is going to be a major issue i am playing the over two and a half goals i'm you know i'm getting that at minus 148 and i'm banking this the banker's back it's been a while i this is going to be defensively a, sh- a shit show. In my opinion, there's been over two and a half goals scored in Tottenham's last six matches in champions league. Their last two matches um, against Southampton and Villa saw five combined goals and they average almost two goals per match at home in the league play this year and almost four goals per match at home in champions league this year, their goal scoring team. It's all or nothing with them. Leipzig are pretty much the same kind of team. They've seen over two and a half goals scored in eight of their last 10 champions league matches they average two and a half goals almost away from home this year in Bundesliga. Timo Werner is going to rip this back line to pieces. He's got 20 goals and six assists in 22 appearances in the Bundesliga and three goals and one assist in Champions League. This will be back and forth. The midfield battle is going to be a gridlock. You're going to see Bailey and the Celso feature, I would, I would assume. They um, came on as substitutes over the weekend, so they'll be ready to go. Harry Winks may take the spot of Bainley I think that might be a better option because he fits in a little better with his uh, defensive ability and spraying the ball around the pitch. He's a little bit better, I, And I think, physically, mm-hmm. no. But that's where I'm going. Um, I'm, I'm laying some juice there at minus 148. I typically don't go over minus 150. This is really my cutoff point, but I am banking it. I love this. Love this play. What about you?
1: Yeah, no, my first look at this match was – similar to PSG Dortmund. You know, just back and forth and back and forth. But then when I thought about the kameno news, that is huge, folks. Like, that is the one thing that I want to make clear here. This is the best defender in the Bundesliga this season. He's, to me, he's like a mini Kaladu Koulibaly of Napoli. You know, just a big, strong, left-footed center half. And he is... Will he be leaving in the summertime? I know that all the big clubs are all over him. I know that you want him big time. That is exactly who Arsenal needs. This is a huge miss for them. And this completely changes to me the way that I think this game is going to set up. I think that now it's going to be Nagelsmann sitting way back and trying to hold on for dear life here. And they're going to try to flip it on the counter with Warner, which – that's where they normally do play. I mean, that's that's how Timo Warner is Timo Warner. He's a fantastic counterattacking player. This one, to me, really is starting to set up with, you know, more of a senior side that is Tottenham versus, you know, kind of a younger um, generation of players. I think that the best player on the pitch has to be Leipzig's um, – I'm, I'm blanking now. I just had it, too. Um, Who is uh, the Swedish midfielder? I keep... uh,
0: Uh, um,
1: uh, Forsberg. Forsberg. Yeah, Forsberg. Forsberg. He's probably the best player on this entire pitch. So he's going to need to pick the strings. Without Erickson, I am concerned about Tottenham's midfield. But I think that this is where... I think that both times that the home team... Or, like, I think that Tottenham wins at home, and I think that Leipzig wins at home. That's kind of where I'm at here. I'm going to go with Tottenham in this first leg here. I think that Mourinho is going to have these boys prepared. Let's not forget, too, Cody. Right when Mourinho was, um, you know, uh, appointed as the manager of Tottenham, I said that they're going to be live for top four. That was a huge price then, and look at where they stand now. They are one point back. Of Chelsea, Mourinho has come in and done exactly what you feared he would do, and what I base—I mean, I don't like Mourinho either—but I know he is a top five manager of all time, probably. And look at what he's done to this squad. And then you're going to have these—no Harry Kane, but man, that just makes them so much more electric on the break. It's going to be Sone, Lucas, Bergwijn. That is great. If I get a good lineup here, I mean. I'm banking this one too. I'm banking it at the draw no bet. I see minus one thirty-five right now at a Tottenham hotspur draw no bet in the first leg. I'm banking it. And I think, Tottenham. I, think Tottenham to lose. I, I don't think so. Not with I, this not kind of, I don't think with that kind of back line. I think that I think that Leipzig are gonna really struggle with that back line. I mean, oh my god, they already have, you know, their form hasn't been great. Nagelsman has been known to get caught out every now and then. And if I mean this is the best defender in Germany. The, this is a big miss. A, big, a big, big big miss.
0: It's a big miss, but mm, man, I, I just I really don't like Tottenham defensively. I, I I'm don't not kidding. I wanted player. to take
1: I wanted to take Leipzig to go through here. It's, you're seeing evens. Yeah. I wanted I was about to click the button on Tottenham to go through, and then I saw that news. And I just, I laid off of it because I need Upe Kameno in both legs. I need him for 180 minutes here. And if I'm only getting half, I've got a real concern.
0: No, I, I get it. I completely understand where you're coming from. But, yeah, um, I mean, that'll pretty much do it. Uh, we can go ahead and recap the plays now if you want to. Um, we've pretty much spilled it all out for these four matches.
1: Yes. Yep. I am on Tottenham Hotspur draw no bet. I am on Liverpool-Athleti, a halftime draw. I do think that Liverpool get the job done, though, like a 1-0 type of match. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I am on psg Dortmund, both teams to score and over 2.5 goals. And you know what? I, I, I really need to log in, and I need to bet it. I haven't bet it yet, but I will be placing a bet on Atalanta to win that match.
0: That's fair play. And uh, for me, I'm on over three and a half goals. Borussia Dortmund hosting PSG at plus 102. Um, I'm going to head to Atalanta-Valencia, Squid Special, Atalanta to win. Both teams to score at plus 230. And rounding it out with a banker over two and a half goals at minus 148 for Tottenham and RB Leipzig.
1: Good stuff. Yeah, again, please check us out this week. We're going to be on here a lot doing some good halftime stuff. We tried to do it today. That was on me. I had some bad connection, but, um, you know, the chat box was really filling up there quickly. So, yeah, it's it's good. We're going to have some pre-match stuff right when the lineups drop so we know who's playing because sometimes there's question marks in these matches. And then we'll take a look. We'll see what our eyes tell us after 45 minutes and give you a second-half play or second-half lean so that you can put some more money in your back pocket. That's why we started the podcast. We've been doing successful thus far, and we're going to keep on rolling. Knockout stages, Cody. It doesn't get any better than this.
0: It sure doesn't. So, I mean, that's going to wrap it up. Champions League football is back. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow with a little pre-match action. See you at halftime. Thank you guys so much for listening. Live show is done. Will Liverpool host hoist it again? I think so. But, hey, we'll, we'll cover that another time. Thank you so much, Matt. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you.